Are you ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back, be here every Sunday for a new episode. Welcome back to another episode of Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. And this is just a friendly reminder before we dive too deep into this week's episode. If anybody ever calls you up and they're like, you should listen to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast, be like, I already do. And it's exhausting. Just kidding. It's not exhausting. It's really fun. Um, That was my way of introing today's song, um, which is one of my Oh, just gateway songs to Taylor Swift is we are never, ever getting back together. Um, I would love before I dive too crazily deep into the song. How do you all feel about the song? What's your thoughts? Give it to me straight. The song is so much fun. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't even have like I'm engaged now. So like breaking up is just not even on my mind. Though it could happen, but it's not on my mind. But this song, no matter what is going on, I just jump around and dance to it whenever it comes on. And yeah, the music video is fun. I was convinced we were getting a new music video for it. I still want to know what the hot squirrel shit was about. Um, but corn, yeah, yeah, an acorn. What did you say? Acorn, say acorn. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to know what it was. <laughs> I, I just thought you said, uh, instead of a corn you had a p instead of a c and i was like i'm sorry what did you just say <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're keeping this pg up in here <laughs> pg <laughs> uh, for me with this song it's definitely a lot of fun it's though not one of my go tos like if it's on and i'm out with somebody or like I think it came on when Ryan and I were driving one day and like, he just started like, you know, having the best time singing along to it for me. That was fun. But when I'm by myself, I'm just kind of like, okay, let's go to the next one. I feel like it has, for me, it has to be like a communal vibe. Yeah. Otherwise I got to go. So this song <laughs> is for you, but I knew you were trouble is for Cody and I. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yes. See, I, I, I agree with you though, that this is the perfect, like you have to be at a party or something's going on. It's better if you're at a party with like a bunch of your really good friends and your ex is there who continuously calls you up multiple times and you can scream this song into their face while at that party. Um, just I feel like you, know, you have a story. Yeah, so, I was gonna say this. This I, feels I, very did this personal. To you? <laughs> I I think I've told it way too many times at this point, but just know it works. <laughs> it works, and um, they'll still call you literally the next day, and you'll just ignore the phone call because, yeah, it's uh, we're never getting back together. So why are you still freaking trying? Um, <laughs> I feel like I've been that person though that is continuously called somebody. Oh, I have too. Yeah, me too. especially in between relationships, I'd always go back to the same person, and they'd be like, "Dude, no," and I'd be like, "But come on, no, please, it's fine." <laughs> but here's the thing about this song: 
is that it's it's the guy that's continuing in my opinion it's the guy that's continually breaking up and then like a month it's you're basically dragging somebody along you're this is gaslighter before we even define gaslighter in my opinion because it's just like it, it and then finally taylor is like i'm done like i'm so freaking done I don't, I can't do this anymore. It's just, it's so tiring. Would you say that this is the kind of the uh, peppy version is of uh, the line, you check the pulse and come back swearing it's the same after three months in the grave? Like, yes. that's what they're doing. And she's like, oh no, we're done with that. We're done. Yes. I mean, cause we know it's about the same person. So she like literally hasn't put a scarf on her in the music video. So just well, saying. it's about the same person and we go back to like last week's episode where we talked about I almost do right and it's like because in that song she I think the lyric is like I want to pick up the phone and call you and I almost do but I just I can't I can't go down that road again and it's like yes there is there's always that small part of you that wants to but when you're in public and that's why I think that this is a public song, like a social song. You're like, nah, I'm done. I'm so done. I don't want to do anything else with them anymore whatsoever. So, so like in public, so in private, she's like, I almost pick up the phone because I'm the same old girl I've always been. But in um, public, she's like, Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. Yeah. Um, that kind of vibe. Well, and it's funny that you bring that up because I always thought the similarity of he calls me up and he's like, I still love you and blah, blah, blah. And then you compare it to look what you made me do. And it's like, I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. And it's like, to me, that it, it's just, it's way too parallel because this was the lead single off Red, the stolen version. And look what you made me do is the lead single off Reputation. The stolen version. The stolen version. And... <laughs> And so you have to like, I immediately went, oh my God, this is, these are connected to some degree. I just don't know the specific degree as to which they are connected. Ooh, I never thought of it that way. I love that. How do you throw in, um, I went, sorry, I went psycho on the phone from me. Oh, uh, well, let's start with the fact that I don't really talk about me anymore. I still listen to it, but um, I can't no. wait till we talk about Lover then. Yeah. Oh, when we talk about Lover, it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions, people. <laughs> We're probably going to get in a fight. I hope Meredith is ready. I will be the mediator. Start working out. <laughs> um, but no, because she also, it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just making this up in my head. But in Blank's face, wasn't there something about a phone? Uh, maybe. maybe I'm wrong. I haven't listened to it in so long because I just refuse to give Shamrock Holdings any time. Please pause while we investigate Cody's <laughs> crazy I mean, I theory. think you might be thinking of the music video where she takes his phone and throws it into the fountain. Yeah, um, or when she... Cause, but no. I don't think she references a so yeah, I'm going through it right know. now. Well, I don't know. I just made that up in my head. So just ignore but me. But she does <laughs> take his phone in the in the video and video? tosses it into a fountain. Maybe that's what I I don't I've always just found it interesting. Like 
how, like we talked about last week with like night and Taylor Swift phones and Taylor Swift also seem to Ooh. like become a recurring type oh, of Oh yeah, thing. like indelicate, right? Yeah. Is it delicate? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I of. mean, you belong with me. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. With your girlfriend. Um, and Cowboy Like Me, she references a phone. And Cardigan, she references a phone. And me, which we already talked about. Delicate, she references yeah. a phone because the phone lights up on her nightstand. Look what you made me do. This is why we can't have nice things. Um, Phones, man. You can't trust technology. I wish you would. <laughs> uh, well, and, and Joe Jonas so many. Stay, stay, broke, stay. Broke up with her on a voicemail. Yep. That was another thing. Oh, yeah. Her SNL monologue. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's, uh, in my opinion, right now, I'm just waiting for Taylor Swift to be like, okay, guys, I'm releasing a phone um, oh <laughs> and <gosh>. I'm going <laughs> to, and if you buy it, you get my albums always a month early. And it's like, just, <laughs> you <laughs> like, have a direct text line to me. <laughs> but I, I, I do want to ask you guys a question. So I always found, and we are never getting back together. I love this part, but I always just thought it was so weird in a way. It's like, you go talk to your friends, talk to my friends, talk to me. And, um, and I'm like, okay, you go talk to your friends. I talk to my friends or no, is it, you go talk to your friends, those friends talk to my friends. And then my friends talk to me. Is that how it's supposed to, am I, or maybe I've never done that. Right. Maybe he's talking to his friends about it. And his friends are like, yeah, go back and, you know, maybe you should try it again. And then he goes and talks to her friends to get the vibe. And then he finally goes and talks to her. So that's what I always thought it that's was. That's how I figured it was. Gotcha. Yeah. You go talk to your friends, talk to my friends, talk to me. Yeah. So it's like, the chain of events because we all just talk to each other before we actually talk to the person we need to talk to oh yeah well especially like at this age you know like even like high school because like this also gives me like very like high schooly vibes um like when you break up with your boyfriend you know in high school or whatever significant other in high school and like you're at the school dance or something like well at least when they had school dances now like they don't do anything um but it would be that same thing like you would send your friends over to talk to his friends to see like you know what's the vibe you just never directly talk to the person until you correct yeah like you have enough validation from your friends and their friends that it's right yeah and it's not gonna end up being awkward (laughs) even though the whole situation's awkward. I mean, just think about it when you want to talk crap about one of your friends because they upset you and you you go talk to your friends and then mutual friends and then you go and talk to that person eventually. So so then not to tie it back to all too well because I feel like that's what we're going to do for literally every single episode. But the, <laughs> but the all too well short film where his friends are at dinner mm. with him, them, and you know he dropped her hand and all that other stuff it's kind of like and then you also do I bet you think about me and it's like your your friends that read a book that I hadn't heard of and all this other stuff it like to me it's kind of like I feel like she's pointing out one of the problems like don't go talk to your friends about our relationship like come talk to me directly about it and we can figure it out we can work it out together um but that maybe that's where my headspace is now. Um, Cause I just, I, 
every I always sing it because I love that lyric so much because it's just so fun and but I'm always like why did she say that and so I just I've always wondered I've always been curious about that as you were saying that I think it, it ties back to something that we talked about last week with I almost do about just the growth that you have as an individual especially in your relationships like you don't necessarily, cause I've been doing a lot of reflecting on this personally. You don't realize like the importance of communication in a relationship when you're younger, like you will go talk to your friends about like, Oh my God, I can't believe he or she said this instead of talking directly to that person. But as you get older, you realize how crucial it is to actually have that direct one-on-one conversation, especially with like your significant other. And so again, seeing just that growth, that trajectory between this and then even songs like Tolerate It, you know, again, just that evolution, like that psychological evolution, I think is, is so evident. I also think about like how I'm the friend that when people come to me and talk to me about their relationships, I'm like, just break up with them. Just dump them. Just move on. My gosh. It's fine. I try, I tried, I always try really hard not to be that person. But then eventually I just always get to a point that I'm like, break up with them, dump them, leave them. I don't care. Just do it. And so then, so this song also helped me like realize, hey, you can't always just be the person that's like, hey, dump them, like think it through. (laughs) Use your reasoning skills. Well, it's like that reel that it's like the sound where it's like eeny weeny, you know, and they come in and say, (laughs) (laughs) like I used to be that friend. And then I was like, Cody, dude, you got to stop being that person because people got to find love too, man. So, (laughs) okay. But sometimes you just need it. Like in my last relationship, I wish people would have stopped saying like, just keep trying, just keep trying. I'm going to like break up with them and let's move on. Like walk in with a toaster (laughs) because that's my favorite one of that reel is the guy who has a toaster (laughs) and it drops bread bread at the end (laughs) because you're going to need carbs to figure this all out she comes in with a bottle of wine he comes in with a toaster um yeah I just sometimes you just need those friends to be like no break up with them let's move on yeah or just to be honest with you period like even if that's not the outcome like you know so-and-so is doing something shady like you should really talk to that person about it or whatever Okay. I will say my favorite part of this song though, and maybe it's because it's so sassy and sarcastic and that might be why I love this song so much is when she does talk about like the whole, and so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. Like her voice in it is so great. This is exhausting. (laughs) It's so amazing. And then we also have, and you would hide away and find your peace of mind with some indie record that's much cooler than mine. And it, cause then it ties back to, um, oh, what song is that? Where it's like going to an indie concert. It's I bet you think about me. Is that, I bet you think, oh yeah. my God. She's like, like your indie concerts every week. You know, yeah. his million dollar couch and organic shoes. And I just love the sarcasm. Well, it's even like, I'm really going to miss you picking fights with me. Um, or going to miss you picking fights and me falling for it, screaming that I'm right. Like even that. Like how many of us have been in those situations where we're just like, we're not going to fall for it. We're not going to do it this time. And then they say something, you're like, you mother effer, like you fall for it. And then you're like, I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. Okay. I'm really sorry. I just, I have the lyrics pulled up on my other screen behind my uh, computer right here. 
and um <laughs> i look over <laughs> this song oh, this gosh. song won an award are you ready for the award that it won yes <laughs> that google us. wants to make sure you know that it won thank you <laughs> the radio disney music award for best breakup song <laughs> yes oh my god you're right yes uh r.i.p is is radio disney still a thing i don't remember i i don't have kids so i don't know i feel like Uh, if you have kids you know i'll google i used to love the crap out of that but i'm just dude radio disney was the best i remember when disney channel used to play music videos like Uh, christina come on over debuted on the disney channel and i was like I don't know if this is an appropriate song oh. for Disney, but this is an amazing video and I love it. RIP, it ceased operations on December 31st, 2020. Oh, wow. Oh, it was a 2020 casualty. <laughs> but it officially closed on April 14th, 2021. Oh, because they had to file for their taxes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do those legal things. Just saying. Yes. I should we do some ratings? Oh no, sorry, I go ahead. Say, I just love this song. I know you guys said you have to be in a community, but whenever this song comes on, I like literally sing it from the top of my lungs. Like if I'm driving and this song comes on, done. I will just sing it and dance to it at a stoplight, look like a crazy person all by myself. It's just one of those jams. I'll listen to like the first, like probably like, the first um stands is not the right word um thank you I'm like poetry like and I don't even like poetry um but yeah I'll usually listen to that like say I say hate I hate you we break up and then I'm like okay I just like (laughs) I don't know it's just fun and like whenever you do the we you have to do the hand motions (laughs) and I don't know (laughs) well I the giant squirrel costume. If I'm not like feeling this song, I at least have to skip forward to the part where it's like, and so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. And I'm like, I mean, this is just exhausting. You know, like I cannot tell you how many times I said that for probably like a full year. Like, and so, and then everybody would like, if I wanted to complain about something, I'm like, this is exhausting. And I would always <laughs> say that. And people would be like, can you please stop quoting Taylor Swift? I was like, I will never stop quoting because that is not exhausting everything else about this is exhausting but that (laughs) yes but um ratings christina go Uh, first okay even though i love this song so much i'm still only going to give it an 11 which i know might be surprising um because i was like i love it it's so good but i just feel like it doesn't have I don't know. I just base everything for this album off of the depth and the beauty of All Too Well. And while I feel like this song is fun and it's, you know, trendy and hip, it's just, it, it is a lot of repetitive, like, lyrics over and over again. So while it's fun to dance to, I still think it's worth an 11 and not a 13. Gonna shock you all. I'm gonna give it a 10. <laughs> I think this is your lowest rating. <laughs> Yeah, I know. So proud of you for finding um, it. Thank you. I don't again, it like it's not that I don't like it. Um, but it's just for me, it's not maybe it's just kind of what Christina was saying. You know, there's a lot of repetition. I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, the most well written of her songs, just in terms of like imagery and word choice and everything. Um, so yeah, we're we're just gonna give it an even 10. You know, it, 
I, I found an interview, I forget, this was a while back, but somebody asked her, like way back when Red Stolen Version came out, and they were like, why is We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together your first uh, single? Why is that the first song? And she's like, well, when I played it for my family, they all just kept r- repeating the song, like they could not get it out of their heads. And so, uh... like, you have to remember homegirl is like a marketing queen through and through Mm -hmm. so if you get this song stuck in people's heads they're gonna want to know what the rest of the album is like um so i i give her credit where credit's due with all that said i give this song a 12 um i know back to back but the only reason i'm giving it the highest rating personally is because i got to scream it at a stupid boy at a party one time so Perfect. If you ever get that feeling, then let me tell you, it's a 12 feeling to say the least. And I will just say real quick, um, Cody, cause you brought this up that I think going along with that whole marketing thing, because this was her like shift to start getting away from country music, this was definitely the bridge between those two albums of like finally moving herself out of country and exposing herself to other genres of music. Um, Cause I think this is like one of the last videos where her band who was like the primary country band from like her fearless tour was fully intact at this point. So just a random aside, I could be very wrong, but. Well, I know at least her guitarist <laughs> has stayed with her the whole time. Right. But like the, the fiddle player or whatever, and they were all woodland creatures and it was magical. And she led us astray with her Halloween costume. And I still can't forgive that. So with all of that said, I think we should bid this episode adieu. Yeah, because it's been exhausting. And we are never getting back together <laughs> with it. This episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at EnchantedPod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.